0: I like this podcast today, and I'll tell you why. You know, all the conversations that are going on on social media right now, they get edited. They get edited by these fact-checkers, and nobody knows who these fact-checkers are. They all seem to be Ivy League bougie kids that are being influenced by the left. There's never a fact-check that goes in the direction of the right. And that should concern you. I, in particular, and I bring this up in the interview today, have been fact-checked on Dostoevsky quotes on my Instagram. They actually, if you go to follow me on Instagram, some people get a notification that I I spread false information. That's odd to me. But a lot of conservatives are getting this type of fact-checking, whether it be Facebook or Instagram or uh, Twitter, These fact checks are more and more common. And what are they? They aren't really fact checks. They're opinion checks. A lot of my memes that I've posted up, a lot of my jokes that I've posted up have been fact checked by the AP even. And that should concern you. Because this isn't about fact checking. This is about controlling free speech. It's controlling speech that is against what's going on on the left. And there's a platform... That although started from Jason Miller on the right, who I'm interviewing today, is all about having this open conversation. And there is a benefit to this because so so there are these other platforms, right? So you have a Gab and you have a parlor, and Gab and Parler kind of let rip on whatever they can do, and they they just go wherever they want to go. But getter, which is started by Jason Miller who I'm talking to today is positive in the way that it edits out hate speech, actual legitimate hate speech actually follows the rules as far as like where, where society really should be, where there's no racism, there's no, you know, garbage with extra violence and things like that in it and allows questioning of policy, allows questioning of medical policy, allows questioning of everything that's going on right now. And so if you're listening to this right now, if you don't have a Getter account, you should go get one, gettr.com. Go get one. Because I really think this is the place to be. And that doesn't come from a place of bias. I'm, I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not biased by anything that happens here or what I talk about with Jason Miller today in this podcast. It comes from just knowledge and seeing where things are and where things are going. You need to realize where you are on social media. Me, Look, I'm a little bit of an influencer. I have followers on lots of platforms, large amounts of followers on lots of platforms. And I see where this is going. I see where people are being mistreated based on their opinions, based on memes they're posting up, based on jokes they're posting up, getting fact-checked on a joke. Imagine that. I mean, like this, that's where we are. This is almost a modern-day brown shirt type of operation from the left. They're trying to silence your speech. They don't want there to be anything from their norm. And so if you want to be in a safe place that has set up the precautions to not be eliminated from Apple or Google or any of the other things, this getter has put—they've they've watched what happened to Partly. They've watched what happened to Gap. They've watched what happened to all of these other social media platforms, And they've looked at the rules, and they've played by these rules that have stopped these other platforms from expanding, and they've done it appropriately in a way that free speech can continue. And I know that sounds weird to be like, oh, there's limits on free speech. No, there really aren't. It's just keeping hate speech and violence off of a platform. It doesn't take much to stay uh, active on, on lots of these platforms, and Getter's done it. And I encourage you, if you're on any of these other platforms, go on it now. I'm on it. I'm getting a lot of other people to join it now as well. So that's just my little plug for them. I I really like what they're doing. I see where everything is going, and I think this is the reasonable alternative to everything else that's going on right now on social media. So that being said, lots of things have happened this week, but we can get to those in a future podcast. I want to cover right now and get to this interview I had. It's a great interview with Jason Miller, uh, Trump advisor for 2016, 2020. This guy does it all. He's the CEO of Getter. I want you to listen to this. Uh, what he went through just recently in Brazil. This is We're not far from what happened to him in Brazil, where he was detained by their Supreme Court for questioning of an investigation that they had no evidence of whatever they were doing. And I want you to listen to this. I want you to realize how quickly our system can get to it. That's really the point of this entire interview I have today with uh, Jason is how quickly our system can get to where they are in Brazil. Where there are... I mean, we've had witch hunts, but now witch hunts on average citizens, witch hunts on people who are just traveling into this country. It's insane. So without further ado, just listen to this and also... I mean, literally, while you're listening to this, go set up your Getter account. You're going to need it eventually. Trust me on this one. All right, I'll see you in a minute. A man that needs no introduction. Let's do that again. A man that needs no introduction, Jason Miller. Welcome to the show. Obviously, uh, you worked both Trump campaigns. You've been a senior advisor to Donald Trump for a very, very long time. But uh, let's start with a very serious question. What are the snacks like in lockup in a Brazilian
1: airport? (laughs) <laughs> uh, you know, it's actually pretty disappointing. There was nothing, although I was able to uh, convince our baggage handler uh, airport concierge to go to a machine and get me um, what was a, kind of a nasty ham and cheese. Uh, and since it was in a vending machine, I didn't touch that. Uh, she did come up with some chocolate type uh, item uh, and a, a, a thing of water I was able to uh, to chug. But uh, no, it's not exactly a place we're going to go if you want to get uh, a five star meal.
0: Uh, I'm going to swear because this is a, an online thing. Uh, what bullshit happened to you down there? It, it just seems anti-democratic. You're, it, As far as I know, and I'll, I'll let you tell the story, you're going to CPAC Brazil, you're the lead sponsor, CEO of Getter, and then you're about to leave and the police come and say, hey, we have some questions for you.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, look, it's very clearly a political brushback pitch um, as I'm someone who's supporting free speech. And because President Bolsonaro and uh, two of his uh, three adult sons have signed on to the platform as well, one being a congressman, one being a senator. Uh, so in town, I get invited in for CPAC. Uh, we're uh, one of the sponsors for it as well. And CPAC did a really good job of putting everything together, uh, stayed around a couple extra days to meet with President Bolsonaro, talk about Getter. Uh, the company that I'm the CEO of, and get more people signed up. So everything's going great. Beautiful trip, beautiful people, love the country. And it was only Brazil, which people always say, "Oh, we haven't seen the cool places of Sao Paulo and in Rio." So, uh, or the Amazon. And so, it, it, great experience. Go to the airport and go through security, and we get to the other side of the metal detectors, and I see some plainclothes police officers waiting for us. I was like, and I, I kind of knew right away. Okay, here's where the game starts and i was actually kind of surprised just as i started to learn about their supreme court and in the fights that they're having with the president that nobody tried to mess with us but it just seemed weird especially to do something on the way out uh it is very clear that this is just you know hey we want to scare you to not come back so we come in head down the escalator, go into the federal police office. Uh, There were four of us in our traveling party. They said two can go ahead. Uh, Myself and one other person had to stay behind. And so we sit down and go, we want to ask you some questions. And I go, am I under arrest? They said, no. I go, can I leave? They said, we want to ask you some questions. (laughs) Like it's one of those, like, uh, you know, you can check out anytime you want, but you can never leave. So I was like, okay, I've I've seen this before. Uh, Okay. What do you want to talk about? Well, we want to ask you some questions about two secret investigations that Supreme Court Just Alexander de Moraes, uh, who I did not know, he looks like a Bond villain. Um, and what I found out is that Supreme Court justices in Brazil, and Tim, this is BS crazy, they're effectively Adam Schiff, uh, Jerry Nadler, um, uh, Jim Comey, Bob Moeller, and Cy Vance all rolled up into one. A the Supreme smell of Qu- that
0: just has to be horrible
1: especially the Nadler part. Um, yeah. the, but, but literally literally they can uh, they can subpoena you, they can uh, charge you with things, they can try you, they can convict you. So it, it's uh, imagine Sonia Sotomayor having all those abilities as a justice. So it's uh, look, it, it's something uh, to be honest with you, I didn't have any clue about the structure how that worked in Brazil, but you know, I found out now. Anyways, as so they go, we have two secret investigations going on. I go, okay, well, like, what are they about? And then they go, well, they're secret. We can't tell you. Like, Come on. I'm like, eh, guys, seriously. I'm like, so I'm not an arrest, but I can't leave. There's a secret of two secret investigations. That you can't tell me about because they're secret. I'm like, okay, and, and keep in mind this whole time that none of the agents speak English and I can barely speak English, let alone Portuguese. So we need someone who can interpret. So they grab again, that nice lady, <coughs> excuse me, the, the really well-meaning nice lady uh, who was our our airport concierge, helping us through customs and baggage and all those sorts of things, complete with a yellow reflector vest. Uh, so she doesn't get run over by a plane when she's out on the runway. They bring her in. To do the translation and i said hey guys look i haven't watched all 20 seasons of law and order but usually you don't grab the very well-meaning baggage handler lady with her yellow reflective vest to come and be the translator for official procedures so I'm like okay this is get, this is like clearly just a rattle your cage type incident and they said but before we get started you can make this all go away by simply signing these documents say so you have nothing to say of course it's five pages in portuguese so i'm like oh, come on <laughs> like no, and I was like, do I need to call a lawyer here? Because this seems like it's escalating. Like, no, we just want to ask you these couple things and then you could be on your way. Okay, fire away. So first question, why are you here? Like, well, this has been publicly broadcast in the US and in Brazil, here for CPAC Brazil. Um, who invited you? CPAC. Who specifically? well, there are people in multiple countries. Okay. So then who do you work for? Like, well, here's my business card. I'm the CEO of Getter. Uh, we're the fastest growing social media platform in, in world history. Do you have your Getter account set up? Then the answer is no. Um, and uh, well, who else do you work for? Like, that's who I work for. I'm the CEO. Whose interest are you representing? I'm like, uh, what and they're like, Where do your revenues come from? And I'm like, eh, Time out. I'm not going to have some conversation about my finances, uh, for some you know, off the record, on the record Gestapo meeting in in Brasilia. So, you know, next, and then they go, We want you to list out everyone who's helping you, uh, in Brazil to talk about Getter to talk about your free speech platform. Anyone you've met with, anyone who's helping to to talk about it, time out. Call the embassy. Uh, I'm getting a lawyer. I'm like, I am not. Uh, if I see what you're willing to do to an American who, and I knew that ultimately I could call an embassy and call a lawyer and then kind of, you know, hit the eject button. Um, but I was like, I- I've heard these stories. I'm not going to have someone go over like Janet Reno, Elian Gonzalez style, break in someone's door in the middle of the night and haul them out and send them to their version of Gu- Guantanamo Bay uh, just because I want to not be delayed by 45 minutes or uh, another 45 minutes or two hours or three hours uh, to uh, uh, get back to the U.S. And so ultimately it took somewhere around an hour or so, but we were able to get some legal representation. Eventually it did have someone from the embassy come. Uh, We don't have uh, an ambassador to Brazil at the moment because sleepy Joe Biden hasn't gotten around to to doing that, um, which is again, kind of pathetic. Um, and but in the Charge Day affairs was doing whatever Charge Day affairs are doing. so they sent a very nice man who was the essentially the American services uh, American citizens rep. He came in and was like, Hey, you no know, hey, can I get you some eat? You need help calling your family?" or you know, he, he is very nice and supportive, but not not particularly a lot of heft. So anyways, we get uh, so then finally when my lawyer gets there, she starts to raise hell and say, why are you holding these people? Uh, this is ridiculous. They should have been let let go hours ago um uh, you, you shouldn't be uh you shouldn't be doing this and, and ultimately we were on our way but it was a real clear message that look free speech is not free and this shows you i know sometimes we kind of joke around or you know hey we're weaponizing uh you know Mueller and weaponizing comey and weaponizing cy vance it's not that big of a leap to get to where brazil is now and all because i support free speech. I'm going to make sure that proud patriotic citizens of Brazil uh, never deplatformed, whether it's from Facebook and Twitter or from their Supreme Court, that if you want to just express your opinions, that you have the ability to do so. And not just there, I want to make sure that's the case around the world.
0: Well, I mean, I, I just think about it. Like, if you didn't have the experience you had, if you're just a normal American citizen, say it's just an employee of a company that gets pulled in by these guys, they're just going to sign those papers and leave. They're not even going to think about it. I mean, the fact that you knew to contact the embassy... I mean, number one, I can't believe Sleepy Joe doesn't have a donor that he's thrown down in Brazil. It's a beautiful country Like to be their ambassador. I think you're probably fortunate there's not a political appointee down there right now. Um, But if you don't have the experience that you personally have with this, how many normal people would have been able to get get out of that situation or known that they could get out of that situation
1: you know and and that's the thing that uh, that's the thing I mean and, and yes obviously as an American I know that and I even I, I didn't say this from the context of you know hey, don't mess with me because uh, you know some people know who I am or something like that but I was I was nice and I was respectful as like you know uh, agent uh, you know whatever her name is you do realize that i used to be um, a, a top advisor for president trump i'm down here for a very well publicized international speaking conference it's not as though i'm just you know some random uh, bumpkin who came down to you know take pictures of the amazon uh, like uh, it, it was publicized that i was coming into the country It's going to cause an international incident when we're not allowed to leave, when we we have to involve the embassy, when we have to involve. And I go, like, you do realize that's what you're pushing toward because I didn't do anything wrong. Here I was invited for a speaking conference. Here's the thing, Tim. Imagine even a, not for a U.S. citizen. Imagine if you're a Brazilian citizen. Maybe you're someone who uh, hasn't gone through some of the the drama and some of the battles before uh, what they what they're willing to do to them under the, the quote unquote <clears throat> guise of justice uh, is pretty scary. And you wonder just uh, not not just you know particular constitutional rights, but just normal, responsible the human uh, being type rights that they violate on a daily basis.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, you know, I, I look at it and and it's nowhere in the same ballpark. Uh, you know, the FBI called me about January 6th because I filmed for eight minutes outside. And I said, am I under investigation? And they're like, no. And I was like, okay, well, what do you need? And, you know, when I answered their questions, I did nothing wrong that day, obviously. I, did, I actually am a weirdo who won't even touch the steps of the Capitol unless I'm invited to go in. But it, we are only about a half step away from that. When, when the FBI can get my phone number out of nowhere and, and monitor my social media and give me a call, and I'm, I'm sure they've looked through all of my financial records as well, uh, you know to see that I went grocery shopping that day at Whole Foods down the street It was great. It was very cold out. I wanted to get some snacks. Uh, but we're, not, we're a half step away from that. We're a half step away from that police state. And, and after Joe Biden's mandates this week or what he's attempting to mandate this week, we can see it coming here. And that's why platforms like Getter are important. I want to switch to Getter. Uh, and before I do that, I want to show you this. And this is—I uh, should have been more prepared and had this pulled up the other day. I was informed on my Instagram that people are given a warning when they go to follow me on Instagram. And I'll see if you can see that. Let's see if I can focus it in. Uh, all right, my cameras aren't as good as they—I thought they were going to be.
1: Is it—is it, uh, it just that uh, Tim runs his mouth, or what's the? Yes, uh,
0: it's Tim runs his mouth.
1: <laughs> and it's, by the way, it's one of the all-time great handles. I do have to. Uh, uh, I do. <laughs> I do have to give you uh, props on that. Hold on. Let me type this in. Yeah. So, um, so here's,
0: if, if you want to look while you're doing that. If you go to follow. What? Okay. Does it give you a prompt that says this uh, This account posts false or misleading information?
1: Uh, it has not yet, but let me go to... Uh, well, I did not get it uh, right this moment, Uh, but Mm I also might be, I'm not um, super well navigated with, uh, but I I see it clearly on on your phone.
0: And then, so I, that's, it's blurry, but I went through and I was like, what have I posted that is false and misleading? I usually just do memes. It's a very simple account or or pictures of my face. There's a fact check that now flags me that says it was a, it was a meme that I put up of a Dostoevsky quote. And the fact checker said, there is no evidence to attribute a quote about tolerance to Dostoevsky. It was about, and I can't, it's blurry. But they literally flagged my account. That just means somebody doesn't like me. They can pick anything out. And if it's that minor that you're taking a quote from uh, a uh, philosopher from the past and just saying, oh, well, well, there's not quite evidence that he said the exact same thing. This is false. And then you flag an account. You can flag anybody. You can ban anybody based off of that. Also, what the hell are they doing? You know, fact checking those types of things. It's not even like medical misinformation or anything else that they're trying to claim. And that's why your platform is so important. I just assume at any at any point in the near future, every conservative influencer, anybody they flag is going to get banned from Instagram, from Facebook, from Twitter if they haven't already.
1: Yeah. And that's part of the reason why, uh, you know, one of the things I, I said in my speech uh, in uh, CPAC is that I wish as someone who's on President Trump's team, that we'd gone and built our own social media platform in advance of 2020. Now, did I fully see where the ball was going? No, I was more caught up in here's what's happening with COVID. Here's what's happening kind of traditional R versus D, you know, partisan warfare. But um, I didn't quite grasp we saw the uh, people being put in the penalty box uh in the early stages of covid or for criticizing his lord and savior dr anthony fauci um, or you know it, it wasn't until for me it wasn't until the hunter biden story was suppressed uh and squashed out that i realized hey this is they're not going to back off then they uh de-platformed president trump and then now we have a white house openly working to pick winners and losers this post has to come down this post has to come down which if you can imagine president trump saying uh, if people said, "Hey, President Trump's working with Facebook to remove posts," there would be—if you thought the BLM uh, riots were were crazy, it would have been ten times as much. Except with soy lattes and e-scooters, uh, with people just absolutely losing their losing their business. Uh, but you're right. I mean, it's—and we've even saw recently, Facebook just announced that they're upping their international oversight game, particularly with so many 2022 elections coming up. And it was name-checked. I believe it was in the journal uh, that name-checked uh, Philippines, Brazil, Hungary and I believe the US 2022 midterms. Uh, so if you think that these guys are slowing down, they're ratcheting up to the next level.
0: Yeah, it's it's insane. And uh, Judicial Watch just a couple of weeks ago came out with a report, actually a couple of months ago now, came out with a report that the state of California was in direct contact uh, with every one of the major social media platforms to have posts directly removed, including uh, Judicial Watch posts about election integrity. But the consulting firm that California hired to uh, help identify these posts and make a big, they had a big spreadsheet of all these conservative posts I was on there, it was really fun. I should check, you were probably on there too. Uh, it was compiled by this consulting firm whose number one client was Biden Harris 2020. And you look at this and you're like, man, they aren't even hiding it anymore.
1: No, and you know what? That is a critical point, Tim, because it's, there's, there's literally, they're not hiding anything. Somewhere you have your, you know, Isaac Asimov and Ray Bradbury and George Orwell, rolling over in their grave because here we see a weaponized judiciary. We see where it can go. I can tell you where it's going to go. Having seen Brazil. Plus now we're going into these, these Biden with the crazy mandates, which I'm sure probably get tossed, but keep in mind the whole reason why Biden was doing that really was to divert attention from Afghanistan, but I want to get too far down the hole at the moment. But uh, look, when I say talk about the kind of the 1984, you know, Fahrenheit 451 type references, um, it's because who I don't even think that these sci-fi writers could have predicted that we would have been like sheep been suckered into okay every 5 months sit down get the jab or you get deplatformed as a citizen with no job or anything else that's where we're going
0: yeah no absolutely somebody is knocking on my door i have to hold on i don't know who this is let me let me get this somebody yell real quick i hate to do this <laughs> hold on but it's like i'm going to go scream give me a second <laughs> Uh, been in maintenance. Cool. I need to edit I gotta do work right now. Mm-hmm. I'm recording. I need to do that right now. Kidding, i wasn't getting any updates. There, there was a notice that was sent yesterday. Cool. Well, I need to do work. Okay. i come back. This is mandatory. Cool. I'm back. cool. I'm I'm back now. Now. Come back in an hour. Come back in an hour.
1: Okay. Hi. How's things? Good. So was that a deep state preventative maintenance services? Dude, let me tell you something.
0: This is the, and I'll, I'll leave this in the podcast. These guys. So I I got no notice of this. They gave me no notice. They gave me a 15 minute notice. I was hosting Sirius XM radio, uh, on the Patriot channel. They gave me a 15 minute notice that they were going to set off all the fire alarms in the building when I was on air. And I was like, Hey guys, um, that's not enough notice to set off all the fire alarms, and I'll just smash your company on uh, on air in front of five hundred thousand people if we want to keep going <laughs> with this. So it's just it's ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, now listen, this is we are we are dangerously close to getting to uh, where Brazil is, where a lot of countries are, and you're right about the d- the distraction. I I read that too. As soon as I saw. These mandates come down. I'm like, oh, look at what's out of the out of the media right now. Look what they're not covering anymore. But Afghanistan doesn't care. Uh, doesn't matter anymore. And it's hard for Joe Biden to say that he cares about American lives when he's abandoned Americans in Afghanistan. You know, it's kind of a, a weird thing there.
1: Yeah, you know. The other thing, just while we're we're talking on Afghanistan for a moment, and this is something that uh, look, I'm I'm 46. You know, one of the kind of the first uh you know uh, actually i guess uh grenada was probably the the first real kind of uh military involvement that or the falklands you know when, when i was a kid and then obviously the the cold war but the first war war that I really kind of uh, saw growing up was the first gulf war 1991 uh, you know i was uh, i believe in high school then yeah i was in high school 1991 and in, in cnn covered around the clock at bernie shaw you had you know kind of the you know kind of the whole gang that was really the the first time that Americans everything became kind of a 24/ 7 uh here's the target we zoom in drop the bomb uh, obviously we had the tragedy um, of the the terrorist attacks uh, from 9 11 then that led to a lot of people uh losing their their lives and, and limbs and loved ones over the course of the 20 years but when it comes to wars it's you know whether it be a military or a missile strike on Syria missile strike it's you know here's the target we blow it up Americans win Um, With the exception, what we saw with Afghanistan was in real-time, 24-7, global attention, this slow, painful, protracted exit culminating with 13 American service members uh, and over 150 Afghans losing their lives uh, because of Joe Biden's incompetence. Um, and uh, I think this is really something that's crushing to Americans to see this in real time. We've never lost in this fashion in in, in recent history. And I think that, uh, look, I, I think it's definitely grounds for Joe Biden to be impeached. Um, I, obviously, we don't have the House or the Senate, so it's not going to go anywhere. And if anything, it would probably just embolden his, his uh, liberal base right now. Uh, but this is this dereliction of duty is it's dangerous. It's embarrassing as American. Uh, it makes me feel less safe.
0: Well, let me ask you this. You had uh, pretty cool jobs in 2016 and 2020. You got any lined up in 2024?
1: Uh, you know, so the, uh, of course, I've told President Trump that if, if he runs again, uh, I'll be there to help him. Although I did make the, the shameless plug and said, but first I need to come on Getter uh, so I can grow the company. I can take it public. Uh, I'm still not going to have uh, Donald Trump money, but you know, I'll be okay then I can spend all of my time helping you. And so he kind of laughed. And <clears throat> so we're, we we don't have white smoke coming out of the Vatican just yet, but I'm optimistic we're moving in the right direction. Um, but of course, if President Trump runs in 2024, I'm going to be there to help him and just, you know, we'll see what it, what it looks like. But uh, I'm having a great time with Getter right now. We're two, we're over 2 million people in just this first 65, 66 days that we've been launched. Fastest ever social media platform to 1 million users fastest ever to 2 million users. Uh, This thing's half of the base, uh, the user base is in the US, half is outside. Brazil, I was going to say Brazil is about 15% of our uh, base. I think it might be more like 20% now. Listen to this. We had 30,000 Brazilians sign up yesterday on Thursday. Uh, We also had 50,000 sign up on Wednesday. And so uh, when you talk about just the, the massive growth that we're seeing with the platform, uh, it's truly inter- something that's international and it's exciting.
0: Are you worried about uh, you know providers like Apple and uh, Google Play and stuff like that trying to take you out of the store if Donald Trump joins?
1: Uh, I, I, look, I, I worry about everything in life. And so it's kind of tough to, you know, if, if I'm being honest, I mean, yeah, I worry about everything. Um, but I think because we do have a real moderation policy, uh, that we're going to be in a different category, I believe, than some of the other upstart um, uh, platforms that have come along. And so people understand that I spent a lot of my time specific to moderation. Um, and I think we have a, a proactive and robust one because our our principle, kind of our, our guiding north star, is that no one should ever be censored, deplatformed, put in digital timeout, or otherwise for expressing their political beliefs. Now, from day one, we've had the very strict policy that we're not going to put up with uh, the violent images of killings. So the the proverbial Kathy Griffin uh, headless picture of Donald Trump—that's not something that would be acceptable. Uh, I've already said that. Uh, terrorist organizations are not allowed on our site. So, if you, the sole purpose of I know, hey, this sounds crazy. But I know look, the, the, the Taliban. I know it's like whoa, like you know, big me. I, I took the the bold step of saying no terrorists on our platform.
0: But Twitter uh, but,
1: hasn't. Uh, correct. Uh, whether it be the Ayatollah, the Taliban, the political director for Hamas. Which, by the way. The political director for Hamas, that does not mean that like, he's in charge of putting up the yard signs and doing get out the vote efforts for uh, precincts. I mean, if you're the political director for Hamas, that means you're organizing efforts to kill Israelis uh, and Jewish people uh, um, you know, in Israel and around the world. Just so we're clear what a political director for Hamas does. And uh, I've, in fact, we looked and tried to find every possible terrorist handle uh, that exists or these organizations and block them and make sure they can't create an account. I've uh, said so not going to allow pedophilia, I'm not going to allow r- racial or religious epithets. When it comes to people's beliefs uh, about uh, whether it be the politics or life, uh, just because it might not be popular in Silicon Valley, that doesn't mean that uh, you should have some label slapped on you. There should be putting a timeout so since we do have these real policies since we enforce them with both an ai component and with the human moderators to make sure that we're doing it right and look we're not going to get it right every single time um and we always have after action reviews to make sure that we are doing the best we can to be smart with it it's a safe platform where people's rights are not going to be violated people aren't going to be threatened but you know what if you want to come on and talk about the truth about government the truth about other governments uh, you want to talk about what your your feelings are for the constantly evolving science, uh, and I say science with air quotes uh, of uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Then you know what? Come on and, and make your opinion heard.
0: Yeah, and and that's so key right now because I mean, honestly, when you when you see everyone who gets taken down from Twitter, you look at an, uh, a journalist, a genuine journalist like Al- Alex Berenson, who was reporting just statistics mainly. And questioning uh, mandates and things based off of statistics gets taken down and, and told that he spread uh, misinformation. It's kind of it's just crazy where things are going and how dangerous things could go. I know you're a busy, man. We got to go. I want to end with this final question. A very easy one. Uh, is President Trump as funny in person as he is on stage?
1: Uh, probably funnier, um, uh, and, and that's uh, well, uh, funnier. I'd say, except uh, uh, look, he he can he can dish it out and he can take it. Um, uh, a lot of times I will be on the the receiving end sometimes of him being funny. Um, and, uh, so he has no problem, uh, uh, throwing the fastballs, but he said, "Look, okay. I saw him on Wednesday. Uh, he's in, uh, when I got back from Brazil, uh, he's in, he's in great spirits. He looks good. He sounds good. I will tell you the one I thought was kind of a cool thing, which by the way, he said, <laughs> I told the team, uh, if you, if they don't let you go by the time I'm done with golf and I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm getting on this personally, uh, so it was uh, and the, and the team that was there was like, "Oh no," he said. He's like, "You know, we got a couple more hours, uh, otherwise, uh, you know, we're, we're going to start making some noise." So it's good to know that he that he had my back here. Um, really, what President Trump wanted to talk about was just his concern about what Joe Biden's doing in the country and here's someone who's an ex-president a billionaire uh, everything going for him in life right he's in his 70s you know this would be the time where i think most folks would just be you know hanging out um you know being at the beach and he all he could talk about was how dangerous joe biden is what we have to do as a country to to get us back on track and and he just sounds like someone who quite frankly we could use in the white house right now
0: yeah yeah i I think uh many, many many more people than in the last election, even now, would agree with you at this point. I, I, there's no doubt the damage that Joe Biden's doing to this country. Uh, that being said, Getter, G-E-T-T-R. Let's face it, guys. If you're watching this right now, odds are you're going to end up being banned from whatever platform you're watching this on.
1: That's it. Go over yeah. that. Yeah, that's, that's a message. Getter on the, the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store. You can go to getter.com if you do it web, uh, web-based web and start building your community. You can import all of your tweets uh, if you haven't been banned from Twitter yet, import all your tweets so you have your intellectual property following you. Uh, we're going to have that, be able to do that for Instagram and Facebook in the future as well. But right now it's just Twitter. Uh, come and start building it. The community is great. The engagement is great. Uh, I'm not saying this because uh, uh, shamelessly, I'm the CEO of the company. I'm saying I wake up and I'm like, hey, let's see what cool people are on Getter and what I want to hear about today. Uh, when I, I go to Twitter um, and it's you know what's what's the the cesspool up to, uh, and it's kind of a groan because you just know that it's a bunch of bots and um, yeah, super negative anti-Trump, anti-conservative, anti-populist things. Check out Getter, please.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and for me, additionally to that, like I I tried Parler for a while. It was a tough. Uh, it was a tough thing to, to work with to begin with. And their reboot's been garbage. I'll just say that just publicly. Their reboot's been garbage. It's not worth going there. If you guys are looking for alternatives, I'd absolutely go to Getter. Uh, Thanks for your time today, Jason.
1: All right, thank you.
0: So aside from my building sending people to uh, randomly do some bullshit in my apartment, it was a pretty good interview. And again, I want to encourage you guys, go get on Getter right now. Listen to what we talked about. And know that it is so important for you guys to go and have a backup account. I know... I think it should be your primary account, but you should look at this as at least a backup account for when you get banned from your major accounts, if you have a big Twitter or a big Instagram or a big Facebook, because it's coming. It's coming. And just know you should be prepared for it when it gets there. I'm warning you get on there right now. It's getter, dot com. You know what it is. You already. is. I'm sure that if you're listening to this, you're aware of what it is. Thanks for listening. This is the No Things Considered podcast. I'll see you again soon.